thank you, Lord God. We just welcome you, Lord God. We lift you up. We exalt you, Lord God. We create an atmosphere that is conducive, Lord God, so you can come and dwell, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we're under your lead, Lord God, under your direction, Lord God. We welcome you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit, Lord God. Lead and guide us, Lord God, as we honor you, Lord God. We lift you up, Lord God. We exalt you, Lord God, for there is no one like you, Lord God. Father, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for moving by your spirit, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that it is so. We recognize you, O oh Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, we thank you. It is so, Lord God. Do, Lord God. Do what you do, Lord God. Move the way that you move, Lord God. Father, we thank you. We give you honor and glory. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord God. All that you do is awesome, Lord God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Please join with us on praise and worship on today. Whatever you need for the Lord to do, just tune in. Just connect your hearts on today with the Lord and just receive right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Every question that you have, every answer that you need, we ask that you just tune in your hearts into the Lord right now. Connect your spirit with Him and let Him let him touch your hearts right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you are amazing, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're so amazing. So amazing. Oh, you're
Oh, you're amazing, Lord God. Oh, we lift you up, Jesus. Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we lift you up, Lord God. Fill us up right now, Lord Jesus. Fill us to overflowing, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Fill us up, oh Lord. Fill us up. You provide the fire. I'll provide the sacrifice. You provide the spirit. I will open up the fire. The fire, I'll provide a sacrifice. You provide the spirit, I will open up the Bye. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. 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 Let it come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The kingdom come, thy will be done, Lord. The kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy 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 kingdom come, thy will be done. Your kingdom come, your kingdom come, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Your kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Your will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. As your kingdom come. That's our confession today, Father. Not our will, but your will, Father. We receive your kingdom. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, Father. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Father, that's our, that's our, that's our stance today, Father. We want to see you. 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 We want to hear you.
He's been so good to us. He's been so good to us. He is so good to us. He continues to be good to us in spite of ourselves. God is yet God. He's still so good. He's so so loving. He's so kind. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We, We bless you. 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 We bless you, 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 Lord God. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, Father. We give you all the glory, we give you all the praise. You are so awesome. You are so awesome, Father. You are so awesome, Father. We reverence you. We bless you. We honor you, Lord God. Hallelujah. You're so amazing. 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 Hallelujah, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that there's a word for the Lord from the Father on today. He's always ready to speak. But today, I I believe that there's a word that the Lord wants to declare in this house in a different way as we prepare to receive the word that he's given to me on today. So I'm going to ask one of my sons of the house to come. Shy, I believe there's a word from the Lord on today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe there's a word from the Lord on today. So come and let the Lord use you. God bless you. First things first, God is good all the time, is he? All right. So, one of these gifts I always hold on to myself is that um, I've actually did spoken words since I was in middle school. So, this one, this very piece is very hard, um, very hard even though I was, like, so excited. I used to tell Pastor Denise, like, hey, as soon as I, um, as soon as I got ordained in, um, in the church, I was like, I want to do something. I want to move. I want to move through my words, through my spoken word. So, originally, this piece was supposed to be for the 25th, where I'm actually going to be hosting um, a spoken word night or talent night. But um, after talking to a pastor, she told me, like, hey, I need you to perform something, like, today. Like, I'm like, wait, you sure today? Like, I thought it was next week. She was like, no, I just need you to do something today. So, this very piece is so important to me because... For everybody or anybody that's ever been into spoken word or had any kind of um, any kind of like art or creativity, they know that the first um, their first pain was um, 
was from their um, like their fathers in their life who were, um, who weren't there. So I told myself I wasn't going, ever going to do this, but it caught. Um, I prayed on it, and God told me that it's time. So I titled. Um, I actually titled this poem Isaiah chapter one, verse seventeen, and it's actually in the Bible too. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dad. Nice to meet you, finally. I know you must be scared, but don't be alarmed. I know this may come as a shock to you, but I am your son. Aren't you proud? Is it really hard to believe this 24 years of proof that something beautiful came from my mother after you planted the seed? She tells me that I look just like you. Maybe that explains why it's so hard to see an unfamiliar reflection in the mirror. Picturing you here makes it so hard to see you clearer. Anyways, I formulated some questions over the years. Figured it was better to find some answers than drowning in tears. Even though I'll probably never understand why you disappeared. Maybe finding the clarity will help stitch these wounds that were so severe. The first question is here. Where were you? In my time of need, when I was five and woke up to nightmare melodies sampled with dying screams. Where were you? When I was in school and my teachers asked who our heroes were and somehow all I could think of was you. Where the hell were you? When I was watching that iconic scene from the Fresh Prince and I could see the pain in the eyes of Will Smith and in that glimpse, all I wanted was nothing more than for you to walk rather swift and hold me in your arms instead of Uncle Phil. Why weren't you here? Why weren't you here to make sure your promises were fulfilled? Father, I just wish you were still here. Signed, your son. He speaks. My son, forgive me. I know the absence of my presence left you with a word of, a world of hurt even I can't pretend to understand. Oh, son, I can't believe how much of a man you become over the years. I know you felt that I just upped and disappeared, but I assure you that in every step you made, I was there. I've seen you conquered your biggest fears. I was there to make... Sorry, I can't see I was there to make the oceans cry and catch every tear. I wish you could see my face so clear. I stuck around in the rain to make sure that I was near. But even in the midst of your trauma, you had little faith in me. You still don't see? Son, I'm not the father that you ever longed for. I am the father that you will ever need. Come let your transgressions reside in me. For when your heart aches, mine breaks in three. My son, you see, you were never alone. Because I kept you surrounded. As you cried and prayed, I sent my angels by the thousand. I wish that you didn't feel all this pain. But since... Sorry. But since you called on my name... There will come a day when you will set foot in the kingdom from which I reign. For I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the light. I will make sure that you are comforted in the night. Son, 
I want you to know that I am so proud. I know your screams are louder than I hear every sound. I know that you have suffered greatly, but your work isn't done. This is where your journey begun. So when I say it is finished, earth will not be your home. I may be distant in the moment, but trust me, my love will forever be known. And I will be with you to the very end. Signed, your healer, your brother, your friend, your father. myself. God bless you, Shy. I am I am so proud of you. That was so profound and so impactful and I really see why God said. So go ahead and encourage you to start walking in that gift. Amen. That was beautiful. How many of y'all were blessed by that? You know, you ever heard a speaker or you, you had a, a couple of people on program and then they come up and say, well, how am I supposed to follow that? That's, that's kind of how I'm feeling in this moment, you know. I kind of feel like we can just go ahead and have the announcements and, and consider ourselves dismissed. But it's so awesome because I was actually believing God for an illustration um, for today's sermon and that is so powerful for today's message because it really lines up with um, what the Lord is going to be speaking with us, speaking to us about on today. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and release this word and just believe God. I just want to thank you all so much. It's great to have you all here today um, worshiping with us at Thrive Zone, the Stone Mountain Campus, and those who are on our e-campus, blessings to you Uh, We love you. We celebrate God with you on today. Um, On last week, we started, we we, we have a series, series, I guess you would call it, Predator Proof. And then God is kind of breaking it down into subjects. And um, on last week, he let us know that he really wants to prepare us as a church, as a body, as a person, uh, to be predator proof so that we're not ignorant of Satan and his devices I want to be sure to clarify that this is not a devil-glorifying teaching. Um, Even though I mention his name, um, I'm only doing that because through this series, God wants to equip those who are followers of Christ to know how to do battle against the one who hates God, and he hates you, he hates me, he hates us. So we're clear on that part. Okay, everybody smile. So we got it. Okay, good. Praise the Lord. So we're going to continue with part two of when the enemy knocks. It's important to know that we have an enemy who is on an assignment. And his mission is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. 
everything that matters to the heart of God. He hates God. And anything that matters to God, he wants to kill it. He wants to steal and he wants to destroy. But the good news is, is that greater is he that is in us. The one who dwells on the inside of us. Then he who dwells in this world, we have a living power on the inside of us. And so we thank God for that. So let's turn to Ephesians 6 and 12. Because this scripture is going to kind of set the context for today's message. It's kind of a foundational scripture for today. Um, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. We hear this scripture often. We say it. But sometimes it's important to sit down with the scripture and really get a good understanding of what the scripture is saying. What Apostle Paul is talking about in this particular scripture, these verses, is that he's talking about a real battle. See, sometimes it's difficult to imagine a battle that you can't see, but it exists. It's a real battle, but it's not tangible because we're not wrestling with the person who gets on our nerves or the person who's out to destroy us. We're not wrestling physically with that person. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood enemies. So... Those who are opposing us in the flesh, they're not the real enemies. We have to know and understand that our battle is against evil rulers and those authorities from the unseen world. That's really where the battle resides. And that's why a lot of times we get frustrated because we're trying to fight a spiritual battle with natural weapons. And so we, 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 in part of this series and on today, it's my goal and my desire to empower us to understand where the real battle is. And for us to mold that there's more to, more to this world than what we see. There's more to this world than what we see with our physical eyes. And so what Apostle Paul is telling us in this particular scripture is is that this battle we fight against powers in the dark world, against evil spirits that reside in heavenly places that are on an assignment to make sure that we do not fulfill our destiny and walk out our purpose because that's what God desires. That's his heart desire. That's what's pleasing to God. So anything that's going to make God happy, of course the enemy wants to attack it. So that's why, because of your assignment, your purpose, your zeal for God, your mission for God, the purpose that he birthed you into earth, that's why he opposes it, because he knows that you accomplishing it, it pleases God. So then we see that the battle is bigger than just us. At the end of the day, he hates the God that kicked him out. But he fails to remember the reason why he got put out. He brought that on himself. 
And so last week we talked about the spiritual enemy. We talked about the different names. We talked about um, he's a deceiver. Um, he's also called the destroyer. He's called the accuser. He's the he's called the father of lies. He's the prince of darkness. So in this particular series, we're going to be focusing on the different Im- images images of our spiritual enemy. On last week, we looked at the deceiver, and we talked about he is a deceiver. He's the one who attacks our minds with lies. He's the one that deceived Eve in the garden. He is a deceiver. And on next week, we're going to talk about the destroyer. But today, we're going to talk about the accuser. Satan is the accuser who attacks your heart with accusations. And so I want to use as an illustration to kind of further go into today's message. Shai just gave us a powerful spoken word. And he talked about his father, his, his, his natural father and the absence thereof. And so Satan could come along and take this story. And as he's one in advance, like today he was saying he was nervous and come with all of these things and tell him that he's not worthy. That you don't deserve it, that you're unlovable, that you don't know how to love. And all of these things. So he is the accuser. Of the brethren. So he loves to use accusations in order to get us distracted and to get us off focus. But the thing about it is, even in our own lives, we have to understand that that is the accuser. That's saying that you can't. That's saying that you don't qualify. That's saying that you're not good enough because of your your history, because of what you've done. Because you didn't have this and you didn't have that. And and you shouldn't be a pastor, and you shouldn't be a leader, and you shouldn't be a business owner. You shouldn't be a wife, you shouldn't be a husband, you shouldn't be a mother, you shouldn't be this, and you shouldn't be that, on and on. But what we have to understand that all of those are fiery darts of accusations. And today, I want to make sure that we understand that that those voices are not voices from our Heavenly Father who loves us. Who loves us no matter what. He loves, His love is unconditional. And that's why He came at the end of that spoken word and said, I'm, I'm, I got you. No matter how you felt, no matter the times you wanted to give up, the loneliness, the despair, suicidal thoughts, whatever, whatever your experience was, I got you. All of those things that come at us, those fiery darts or accusations, those are lies from our enemy. And he's on an assignment to get us to believe the lie. If he can get us to believe the lie, then we won't walk out what it is that God has us to walk out in that moment. If he can tell you and get you to believe that you don't qualify because of your your past, even your present, then he can get you off track. And that's the goal of the accuser. Have you ever experienced something like this or maybe experiencing something like this now to where you hear the voices? You're not worthy. You're too old. You're too young. You're not good enough. You're not qualified. You're not trustworthy. On and on and on. All of those lies that come from the enemy because he is great at accusation. 
But it's important that during those moments and during those times when the accuser's voice is loud in your life, the accusations are loud in your life, we have to stand on God's word in Isaiah 54 and 17 that lets us know that no weapon that is formed against us will succeed. It may form, the voice may be heard, but it does not mean that it has to prosper. I hear you speaking, but it does not mean that I have to come in agreement with what you're saying. Yes, I did it. That's who I used to be, but that's not who I am. That's what I used to do, but that's not who I am now. And so you gotta, you gotta use that weapon. And you have to use the word of God to silence every voice that raises up against you in accusation. Knowing that you have a risen Savior. And it does not matter who the accuser is speaking through. Some of us have had those experiences even in school where you had, where you had a teacher. She didn't, they didn't mean any harm. Maybe, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But in the end of the day, it does not mean that it has to prosper because they told you that you would never graduate from high school. And if you did, you would never be anything. And so as you go through life, then you hear those voices. You hear that voice repeating, but it does not mean that you have to agree with what was said to you. You have the power and the ability that even though that weapon formed and it's been, you've been carrying that voice and you've been hearing it, you've been battling that thing in your mind, you've been going up against this accusing spirit since a child does not mean that you do not have the power to overcome it. You have the ability and the power to silence your accuser. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to silence the accuser. I want to go to Revelation 12 and 10, um, and, and I want to use this to kind of give a good illustration of and just talking about the accuser. It says, John said, I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have you have come the salvation and the power of the kingdom of God and the authority of his Messiah. For the now, watch this, the accuser of our brothers and sisters. Who accuses them before our God day and night, night and day, on and on and on, he accuses. He is relentless in accusation. He does not cease. He does this day and night, night and day, on and on and on. He is constantly, he is an accuser. That's who he is. He's an accuser. He is relentless in accusation. But we got to understand that the accuser was defeated by Christ. By the risen Savior. But he's stupid. He's dumb. He does not even, he does not even realize that he's fighting a battle that he's already lost. So he's relentless in something that he cannot even win. But that does not stop him. So that means that we have to raise up and know who we are in God. And to be able to stand against the accusation. Because the accusations are going to come. The enemy is going to try to talk you out of it. You don't, you don't have a business plan. 
There's a young lady on social media, and this is not to encourage anybody to do this, but we have to uh, grab a hold of God and ask God what our strategy is. Because just because something worked for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to work for us. Because if we're not careful, here come the accuser. Uh, Your friend, she got this and she did that, and, and it happened for her in 30 days, and here you are three years in, and you have not yet received the promise. But at the end of the day, it's just not your time yet. So there's a young lady right now on social media that is as she made millions without a business plan. She cannot read a business plan. She just, she just, she just cannot comprehend it. It just, but she can hear from God. And then she can hear from God, and she can obey God, and she can walk out the instructions from the Father. Now, that's the method that God gave her. But early on, here comes the accuser. You'll never make it because you don't have a business plan. You'll never make it because nobody's going to invest in you without a business plan. All alone, that was not the strategy and the ways that God planned to bless her. God wanted to use her as an example of how you can be successful without a business plan. Does that mean that everybody can accomplish what she's accomplished without a business plan? No. But had she continued to listen to the accuser who was telling her that you'll never make a million dollars without a business plan, Another young lady had a boutique online, and even during the pandemic, God gave her a strategy, told her who to connect with. And in one year, she made over a million dollars on an online boutique. And they were telling her, you can't do this and you can't do that. You, that's impossible without this. No, but see, you don't know what it is, the strategy and the blueprint that God has given me. So I'm letting you know today that if you listen to the accuser and the lies that he's speaking and that what he's saying is only to distract you from what God is saying so that he can keep you off. He don't care anything about you running around in circles, chasing your tail, repeating the same cycles over and over and over again. Because somewhere we bought the lie of the enemy that said we had to do it like so-and-so did it. See, the purpose of the accuser is to get you to shut down. I hear that. To get you to shut down. I've been there to where God was doing things. And I listened to the lie of the accuser because he was speaking through someone that I trusted. That I thought had my best interest, but at the end of the day, they were not my friends. And so the enemy don't care who tells the lie as long as the lie gets told and you believe it. He don't care. He does not care who tells the lie as long as the lie gets told and you believe it. And we come in agreement with it. What if I had listened to, that does not make sense, that after we're going to go deep into worship, you're going to get up and bring somebody to bring a spoken word. That does not make sense. Well, maybe not to you. That's why I'm not listening to you, because you're a liar. 
You are an accuser. And you're on an assignment because you hate me, because you hate my God. And because I'm connected to him, you want to destroy me, and you want to destroy the move. And because we obey God, look at what happened. Because God gave us a blueprint and a strategy for his service. It's his service, not ours. We're just blessed to be in his presence and to participate. So I'm just here to encourage you on today. So we're going to come overcome the voices of the accuser. In Zechariah 3. And we, we can, you all can read this at your own time. I, I want to go further into this message so that I, I can, I don't want to keep you all too long. But Zechariah has a vision and, you know, he's known for having visions. And he sees a heavenly courtroom. So I want you to imagine a courtroom because I want to make this plain what the enemy is on an assignment and what he does. And we're going to talk about three different characters in this story. First of all, there's God. And God is the judge in the story. Then there's Joshua. And Joshua is the high priest who's on trial. He is the defendant. And then there's Satan. Satan is the accuser. Satan is trying to convince the judge, God, of Joshua's guilt. Put yourself in this story. He is the accuser. And what's so interesting is that he actually looks like he has a case. Because he says Joshua's robes are very dirty. And a high priest's robes should be clean. Because filth is always a sign or a picture of sin. So because of that, he appears to have a case. I'm helping somebody today that it, you, you appear, the enemy appears to have a case against you, but after today, that will no longer be your perception. So perhaps Joshua, the high priest, really is guilty, and he's on trial. God is the judge. And Joshua is now being attacked by the accuser. Didn't we say he's out to kill, steal, and to destroy? So here's how the story goes in Zechariah 3 and 1. Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right side. He was there to accuse Joshua. But the Lord said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebukes you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? In other words, he may be guilty. Maybe he is guilty, but he's being saved from his punishment. So maybe you are guilty of what you're being accused of. Maybe you did what the enemy says that you did, but I'm here today to let you know that you can still be forgiven. 
Because I don't want you to come into a place where you are walking in condemnation. And you think that you cannot fulfill your assignment and you can't walk out your purpose because of something that you did. That's not who God is. So we have a lot of believers that are beat down, hiding in the corners because they made a mistake. And somebody decided that they were not going to let them know that they have access. Why in the world did Christ go through what he'd been through for us to be in a place of condemnation and bondage? So the Lord said, Satan, the Lord rebukes you. You ha- He has access. And today he's being saved from punishment. Now here's the truth. Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes. He was dirty when he should have been clean. Maybe you're in a place today where you feel that your garments are not clean. Could be because of something you did last night, something you did last week. And then you feel guilty because of your choice. And now you are standing before God and the accuser. And I can just hear Satan with his case. This is not the first time she's done this. This is not the first time Joshua had on dirty garments. Don't you remember the last time? You remember the last time? See, he forever running, going and, tr- and tattle. He's a tattletale. So he's building up his case. He builds up a case against us. And in his mind, he thinks that he's finally got us. Didn't you lie? Didn't you cheat? Can't even pay your own bills. How you gonna, how you gonna lead other people and tell other people what to do when you won't even do right yourself? Don't you battle with lust? Didn't you look at pornography last night? This is the accuser. And there he is. He sends these accusations so that we can be stuck in guilt and shame and condemnation. This is what he does. I hope I can make this plain. He is the accuser. He accuses God's people day in and day out. But I want to share some good news with you today. We've looked at who the accuser is and what he is, but let's talk about Jesus. Because in the end of the day, Jesus is your advocate. And John 2 and 1, he tells us, But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. So if you do fall short, you don't have to stay there. 
If you do fall short, you don't have to die there. If you do fall short, you don't have to give up there. See, the enemy wants you to think that because of the mistake that you made, that it's over. That's why he come to you. Nobody going to love you. Nobody wants you. You're unlovable. That's why you can't say, that's why everybody you meet leaves you because you're unlovable. And the next thing you know, you buy into the lie and then you're telling yourself, I'm unlovable. Nobody wants me. And then the next thing you know, you're blaming yourself. It's okay to accept responsibility. And to analyze the situation and see what you could have done differently. But you do not allow the enemy, your accuser, to lock you up into something and and make you believe that there is no hope. Because you have an advocate. Just like the, the the adversary is 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 te- saying these things and accusing you, that is that is that is Jesus who is advocating for you. You have an advocate. Let's not focus more on the accuser and his lies than we focus on the advocate. Oh, God, thank you, Father God. Who is our advocate? He's Jesus, the only one who is truly righteous. None of us are righteous. Our righteousness is as filter rats. None of us can disqualify anybody from anything because there is an advocate. And I can be wallowing in this thing today. And then I have an encounter with Jesus tonight. And the person you do yesterday is no longer exists. Why? Jesus is our friend. Here, the accuser is trying to destroy Joshua. But then the angel says to him who was standing before Joshua, take off Joshua's filthy clothes. Take off the guilt today. Take off the shame today. Take off the condemnation today, says God. And then he said, I have taken away your sin. And I will put fine garments on you. Yes, you were dirty. Yes, you were guilty. Yes, you were unworthy. Yes, you may have been unlovable. Yes, you may have been unqualified. Yes. But today I'm removing all of that. I'm taking away all of that. And I'm putting fine garments on you. I'm giving you something that you didn't earn and something that you, something you cannot earn and something you definitely don't deserve because that's my kind of love. 
So to let us know and understand, it's not based off of our righteousness. If it was, none of us would qualify for access. See, while the enemy is looking at our actions, God is looking at our heart. While the enemy is looking at the outer things, God is looking at the inner things. God sees what the enemy can't see. God sees your struggle. God sees you when you call out late at night. God sees you when you make a mistake and you repent. Father, please forgive me. Strengthen me. Help me to not do this again. And sometimes we are actually breaking generational curses. We don't even understand why we're doing what we're doing. But God knows. That's why Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, constantly interceding for us. Because he came to earth. Took on a fleshly body so he can identify with our struggle. So when the enemy's knocks with accusations at the door of your life, you stand on the word of God and declare no weapon of accusation that is prospered against me shall prosper. And don't allow the accuser to make you go back to who you used to be. Just because you're in an in-between stage. You're in between who God has called you to be and in between who you used to be. But even in that, God said, I'm Alpha and Omega. All of that in between, I am yet God. I said that I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Even with your filth. I'm still God that loves you. I'm still God. You have an advocate. Jesus Christ, the righteous one. The one who died a sacrificial death. For our sins. A sacrificial death. He gave his life on purpose. Because he knew that our garments would one day get dirty. So he died. A sacrificial death because he knew that one day you would need access. I would need access to forgive. So I'm here today to make him bigger than the accuser. I'm here today to make him larger than the accuser. Because it's time for some of us to walk in our purpose. Thank you, Father. Because sin itself demands a perfect sacrifice. Hmm.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you, Jesus. It's just like the prodigal son that went off to do his own thing. But when he came home, the father accepted him. That's a perfect picture of who God is to us. And that's why in this house, we don't condemn people to hell because they made a mistake. We don't shut them down because they made a mistake. We love them the way Christ loves us. Now, we don't condone it. And so we have to be very careful that we're not being like the accuser. And we're sentencing people to death and saying you can't do this in the house of the Lord. And you can't do that in the house of the Lord. Honey, let me tell you something. If it was based off our righteousness, none of us would be able to do anything in the house of the Lord. We just have to tap into heaven and get the angels to Bluetooth in on the screen for us to have worship. Because nobody would be able to do anything. And if you think that you are above it, you're walking in pride. Stop. Stop judging other people for what you know you're doing yourself. Let it go today. That's not all of this message. I may have to do part two on next week. But if you're living under the accusations of the enemy. That you can't. You never will after what you did. After what you've done. You're no good. I hear God saying no, 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 no. No, 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 no. When you confess your sins, I am just to forgive you. See, that's one of the reasons why some people don't want to serve in the house of the Lord because the enemy has convinced them that they're not, that they're not good enough, that, that, that you're not worthy. But let, let me ask you something. What makes us worthy? today I'm on an assignment to crush the voice of the accuser. I hear God saying the reason why some keep running back to what they used to be is because that's all they hear. But Father, I thank you that you're raising up voices in this hour that will let them know that there is an advocate that's greater than your addiction. That's greater than your
your heart that's greater than any untoxic cycle, that's greater than the abuse, that's greater than the voice of your childhood, that's greater than the lie of the enemy, that's greater than the one that opposes you, that's greater. Oh, somebody getting free right now. He's advocating for you. And I want you to know today that greater is he that is on the inside of you. And I hear God saying that if you can grab a hold of the advocate today, then even the things that you are guilty of, God said, I'll release you. Because you've been trying to do it in your own strength. Some of us have been trying to think our way out. See, on last week, the Lord told us we got to become on the offense. We got to use the word. What does the word say? And I hear the Lord saying to to declare in this atmosphere, and I'm almost finished. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. The Lord rebukes you in all of your lives. Satan, the Lord rebukes you. Now, if that's you, I'm going to do this real quickly. But you're one of the ones that God has declared in this house and God has spoken in this house that you have been battling with the lies of the accuser. And you've been trying to talk your things out, talk yourself out of what God is saying because the accuser keeps telling you that it can't be, that it won't be. Some of us have even started things, but you're you're backtracking because you're going by what happened the last time. And the accuser is saying, you remember the last time you tried to do this, it didn't work. But you know, you got to stand, you got to stand, you got to say, this is not the last time. I'm not the person that I used to be. I've grown, I've changed. My discernment is greater. My prayer life has changed. I, I couldn't see before, but I can see now. The doors that I had opened then, I don't have those doors. I used to hear my grandmother say, the things I used to do. I don't do anymore. And the places I used to go, I don't go anymore. But what about your thoughts? I know you're not going there. I know you're not doing it, but are you thinking about it? See, we got to conquer this thought life. Because if you keep on thinking it, if you're not strong enough, and the accuser keeps talking, you're going to find those thoughts taking you back. Is God talking to anybody? If it's you, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. 
Everybody's standing. I, we're on camera, so I'm not going to call anybody out. I'm just going to release a corporate prayer in this house. Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I bind the enemy now. I bind the accuser now. In the name of Jesus, Satan, the accuser, the father of lies, the Lord rebukes you. And I declare now in the name of Jesus that you are being empowered to resist the accuser with the word of God. You're going to let him know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And when your past shows up, you got to stand on the word. You got to stand on the word. If you don't get any other scripture, just know no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you got to remind yourself, yes, I did it. I have confessed it. God has forgiven me. And I will no longer go to that place of bondage and condemnation. Now it's time to move on. I'm not encouraging you to stay in a cycle of mistakes or a cycle of sin. I'm saying to repent. It means you confess. But one thing I found out about it, just because you, you confess it, you don't mean you don't go do it again. You may have to repent again. But you gotta become stronger. Every eye closed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Pastor Cynthia, if you can just go and just anoint everyone that had their hand raised. If you, if it was you, just raise your hand up kind of high. Pastor Cynthia is going to come and anoint you. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, that you are our advocate. Father, I thank you that even in this moment you are advocating for them. Father, I thank you that you become the voice that is stronger in their lives, Father. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that we're silencing their past and who they used to be, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you are the strength that they need in this moment, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord God, that they're releasing themselves from condemnation. They're releasing themselves. Some of y'all need to let yourself go. You need to practice self-forgiveness in this moment. Yes, you lied. Yes, you cheated. But that does not mean you're a liar or a cheater. You made a mistake. Ask God for forgiveness on today in this moment. Evangelist, Pastor Cynthia. Evangelist. Kasoko rebe sandererobo sakaya. Heshekorabo sande yasaka. Hallelujah. I hear God saying, be free, be free. Be free, be free. For the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty, there's freedom. There's no bondage in Him. There's no condemnation in Him. Be free, be free. So you can walk in your purpose. Be free, be free. Be free. You're no longer that little girl. You're no longer that little boy. Be free, be free. You're not that person. You're not the person that you were in that relationship. Be free. Be free. Be free. You're not that person that made the bad choices financially. You're not that person anymore. You're growing up out of that. You're growing up out of that. You've learned. You are now a good steward. You are a tither. You are a giver. Stop allowing the enemy to remind you 
of what didn't work on yesterday. Be free, says the Spirit of the Lord. Be free. And just because you've never done it does not mean that you can't do it. Some of you are standing at the door of opportunities. And because it's something that you've never done before, you're afraid to turn the knob. Because the enemy keeps telling you, it's not going to work. You've never done this before. But I hear the advocate saying that I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I have called you and appointed you for a time such as this. I will be with you every step of the way. Trust me. Hallelujah. I'm going to come back to this after we dismiss. But we're going to go further into the service. Patrick, just keep the camera on the stage. I'm going to go and I'm going to anoint a couple of people. your hands high. Stand over here for me. Because today God says you got to get free. Because you, you, you pull back. Because you don't want to offend even when God has wanted you to press in. You pull back because you don't want to offend anyone. God said you even apologize when it's not even necessary. But God said today there's a boldness as an evangelist that you must walk in. And so I hear the enemy trying to, in your ear, try to convince you that it's a takeover or you're doing too much or God didn't say that or God didn't tell you to do that. They're not going to respond to you. They're not going to receive. But God said, that's the accuser. That He said, that's not, the, that's not your advocate. Because your advocate is saying, Glenicia, I called you to this. Now walk in. That's them, me speaking. Now say it. So today, in the name of Jesus, I silence the accuser. That's trying to convince you that this is not God. 
and that it's not going to work. It is going to work. God said you're going to be very successful. And everything that you lay your hand to in this season, when he speaks to you, God said there's revelation that I want to give to you even in your sleep. You need to keep a pen and paper near you because God said I'm about to give you revelation even in some of the sermons that you're about to minister. God's going to give you illustrations because God has given you insight to be able to reach the lost. So God said if you're going to reach the lost, I'm going to give you strategies for them, not for them. So God said, I'm going to tell you to do some things that don't make sense to religious demons who are not open to the kingdom. But God said, I called you to the kingdom, not to the church. Some people are going to say the stuff that you're doing looks worldly. God said, you got to be able to take all of that. Because that's just the accuser that's trying to get you to go back to what's familiar. But God said, that's not the way I desire to use you. Is this God? Lift your hands. Today you're free. Pastor Cynthia, anoint her ears. will no longer be distracted by the voice of the accuser. You will no longer be distracted by the voice of the accuser. You will no longer be distracted by the voice of the accuser. You will no longer be distracted by the voice the accuser. You will know that is not God the song that you want to release in the atmosphere. That ain't God. That's only one word. But I hear God saying release it. sometimes your emotions it's like there's a fight because God is trying to pull you 
And then you wrestle, you pull, you, you hear God, God is trying to show you something. And it's almost like, I don't want to see all of that. I don't want to see all of that. Because you understand that once you see, God is going to hold you accountable. But God said, today I've shifted it. Now I'm going to hold you accountable for what I was trying to show you and you refuse to see it. no longer I didn't see that I, I didn't see that I, I didn't hear that and you can just no God said no no more wrestling no more wrestling no more wrestling no more wrestling no more no 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 more no more hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah woman of God just lift your hands for me if you don't mind I just want to declare to you what I hear the Lord saying and I hear the Lord saying you are a mighty overcomer That's the word of the Lord that I hear from you. God said you have overcame things that have taken a lot of people out. But God said that is your testimony. God said I'm empowering you and not only am I empowering you, but I'm equipping you to teach others how to overcome. God said your testimony in itself is a book. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a book that has not been written. But God said, if people would hear your testimony, testimony, you know, there's a testimony, and then there's a testimony, testimony. God said, I'm going to position you to share the testimony, the testimony, the one that everybody has not heard, because when they look at you. They assume that you've never experienced anything and that you've always had everything handed to you like on a, on a civil platter. But God said there's been days that you trusted him when you didn't know how he was going to come through. But this is the moment, this is the time when God said your voice is needed in the earth. So, Father, I come in agreement with her on today. Whatever it is that you're doing in her life in this moment, we come in agreement with you, Father. We bind the hand of the enemy. I come against every territorial demon that I see on the region that God has called you to. I call down fire on the territorial spirits that's been roaring against you and trying to hold you back and trying to press you down. We come against those spirits now with the fire of God. And we declare in the name of Jesus that you will excel. We declare in the name of Jesus that you are being accelerated. You are being accelerated. God said for every lie that was told. For every lie. God said every scheme that was plotted against you. Oh, I see some schemers. I see some plotters. I see some witches, some warlocks. And some intense, heavy warfare. That the enemy tried to do everything he could to take your mind. Because they judged you by your outer appearance and thought that you were weak. But on the inside, you are a warrior. And you are an intercessor. 
And I want you to know today, heaven backs you up. And God is sending you support in this season. Real people that are sent by God. Not to undermine you and your vision. Not to destroy you. Not to mock you. Not to be you. But to actually support you in everything that God has called you to do. Pastor Cynthia, anoint her hands. And Father, as she anoint her hands, Father, I thank you for supernatural resources being released from glory. Father, I thank you right now that as she anoints her hand, supernatural resources being released from glory. That as her hands are anointed, supernatural resources are being released from glory. Do it, God. Do it, God. That's it. Do it, God. No weapon that's formed against her will prosper. That's it. That's it. It is done. It is finished. It is well. The enemy should have tried yesterday because today is over. Come on, let her let, just leave her in her moment. She needs this. Pass anything, God giving you anything. The, the people that God is sending is going to be sooner than you think. You've been praying, you've been thinking, you've been wondering. The message that Pastor gave, it was for you. 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 And you knew it. It was for you. Hallelujah, Lord God. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We bless 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 you. Hallelujah. I feel that the Lord has released what he wanted to release. All is well. 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 Hallelujah. All is well. I hear God saying, All is well. Tell yourself, All is well. All is well. All is well. Hallelujah. All is well. Thank you, Jesus. All is well. All is well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All is well. All is well. Hallelujah. All is well. All is well. I used to hear my grandmother say that. All is well. All is well. All is well. Do what the Lord is saying to do. That's where that's where I'm telling you. Heaven is backing you up. Do the unusual. 
do what does not make sense. When God speaks it, just do it. This is not the hour to be worrying about uh, people getting offended and stuff. That's, a, that's, that's one of the things. They're going to be upset with you. They, they're not going to talk to you anymore. You still got to do what God said. You still got to obey God. You still got to obey God. God is not releasing you from what he said because of what they, how they feel. God still wants you to do what he said. We must. The harvest is plentiful. I want to thank everyone who came out for prayer on yesterday. It was powerful. We're going to be doing this again on next month. You know, it's something that I knew that I, you know, it's just I do. I'm passionate about prayer. And when Prophet Jordan was here, he came in a way that I didn't, I didn't see God coming. And he spoke to me about returning to my first love and that's prayer you know spending five and six hours a day with the Lord in prayer and where God would give me so much insight to where people would come to me about a job and God wouldn't just tell me when they're going to get hired he would tell me he wouldn't just say they're going to get a job he would tell me where they needed to go to the company that was going to hire them when they needed to complete the application the date they were going to start, how much money they were going to make, and how long they were going to be there before he sent them to the next assignment. But that came from spending five and six hours a day locked up in prayer, just me and him. And because life came and self-employed and all those things came, you know, that's a, that's a real sacrifice to be locked away for that many hours a day. But I know that he didn't know me in that capacity. He only knows me because he's one of my brothers. So God had to show him that. And on that day, I made a vow to God. Because it doesn't make sense in the natural. Because we live in a world where you have to have finances and you got to work. And uh, back then I was, I was younger and I didn't have all the responsibility that I have now. But I know... That's what God was saying. And I'm saying that to say to you, do what God is saying, even though it doesn't make sense. You're not the only one that's getting these instructions, but you better obey God. Shy, I want to tell you again how proud I am of you. A lot of times we look at people and, you know, just having conversation with him only by the spirit, which you know that that was on the inside of him. But to actually see him today in spoken word and you wrote all of that. And y'all got to understand, I just, when did we meet? Friday? It was Friday. And it's kind of in sync with what Apostle Ryan was saying is that, you know, bringing people in and finding out what their gifts is and putting them to work. Releasing them. Releasing them. You know, it's like I told Pastor Cynthia when the Lord told me to license and ordain her as campus pastor. You know, she's on the job training. It's just like in real life we get positions that we have some of the qualifications and they say, you know what, we're going to take a chance on you. We're going to hire you, and we're going to give you on-the-job training. There's a lot of that going on in the kingdom. A lot of people may not like it because they feel like you need to do this, 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 and then you'll be 80 years old before you qualify. 
No. That's not where we are. So thank you all so much for worshiping with us on today. Uh, We'll finish this up on next week. I'm going to ask April to come. Um, We want to receive our we want to receive our seed on today. Um, And after we receive, then April's going to come, and she's going to uh, give us our announcements. She's just going to read the announcements. We didn't get a chance to to get the video, but she's a hospitality team leader, and she's going to share those. But if God, listen, your seed, your tithes, Mm -hmm. you know, pay your tithes, sow your tithes, give your tithes, and sow your seed. And I'm telling you, Thrive Zone is amazing ground. So the ways to give are on the screen. Um, Pastor Cynthia is going to come, and she's going to pray over your seed, and she's going to actually recite our giving decree. And then April's going to come and with our announcements. And I bless you all so much. I thank you all for being open to hear from God, to receive from God. You know, next week, invite somebody to come with you, Pastor Cynthia. Praise God. Amen. Praise God for the word. Praise God. I feel you. <laughs> Praise God. Give everyone opportunity to sow. And then we're going to make a declaration over what we sowed. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. All right, we ask everyone to stand. We're going to speak. We're speaking over our seed. We're declaring it. Amen. Praise God. Because I obey God, we're going to say it together. Amen. Because I obey God in my giving, I believe God loves to see me prosper. I choose to sow cheerfully, generously, and bountifully. Knowing I will reap bountifully. I have in abundance every favor and earthly blessing. All my needs are met and I abound in every good work. I am blessing God for jobs and better jobs, advancements, raises, and bonuses, sales and commissions, God ideas, strategies, debts paid off, expenses decreased, blessings and increase, financial freedom and breakthrough. Amen? Amen. We just, amen. We thank God, amen, for opening that door. I have Sister April come. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Were y'all blessed by that word? That that word blessed my soul, okay? I was watching online and it came through and blessed my soul. So I hope it blessed y'all. Hallelujah. I didn't come to be here long. I just came with announcements. Thank you all for joining the worship gathering today. Welcome you all. Familiar faces, family. We are so glad that you all are here 
uh, anybody who's watching online, thank you for joining us online. And so I'm here to share the Thrive Zone church announcements. If y'all thought this was good, we have some awesome things that's going on during the week. So make sure y'all check in, click in. All right? And so Thrive Table Talk is our virtual Bible discussion. So if y'all thought this Bible discussion was good today, we have on Wednesday nights a virtual Bible discussion where we break this down and we get more into it even more. So it's held every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You can visit our website, www.thrivezone.life. Click on the Thrive Zone Table Talk link, and we'll save a virtual seat for you, okay? And you can um, support the Thrive Zone Church Senior Care Package Outreach. We do have several outreach programs. One of our programs is the Senior Care Package Outreach. And I've actually went on this. We go to different um, senior care facilities around this area, and we actually drop off food to them and different care packages to them. And so we provide 50 non-perishable, non-perishable food baskets, and 50 essential care baskets to deserving seniors. And we're accepting financial donations through October 8th. So make a donation. You can also make a donation on our website. Our website is www.thrivezone.life, or you can do cash app. Uh, hashtag Thrive Zone. And so please earmark your donation. If you're going to donate through Cash App, you can earmark it for senior baskets. Okay, senior baskets. And we do prayer in the mornings on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday mornings. If y'all need some juice throughout the week, y'all just need some motivation, encouragement, some prayer, right, some prayer in the mornings, we do a prayer call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m. And so for our prayer call, you can dial in, and you all of this is going to be posted on our social media, but you can dial in one nine seven one two two four. 6593. The access code is 429-658. So if y'all need prayer every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we pray in the mornings at 6 a.m. All right. And so have you all connected with our eCampus? If you haven't connected with our eCampus, it's where you can connect, you can grow and thrive with us. Whenever you, whenever, wherever you are, from wherever you are, you can connect, grow, and thrive with us. You can visit our website. Once again, our website is www.thrivezone.life. You can click on the eCampus link to find out more about becoming a member. All right, and so if you also haven't done so, we have an app, you guys. There's an app for that. There's an app for the Thrive Zone. <laughs> All right, and so if you haven't done so, you can download our app. If you want to download the app, you can text app APP to 62488. And if you have a challenge, please text app APP to 404-800-1130. And depending on your mobile carrier, one of these options, either the five digits or that full number, um, should allow you to download the app. If you need any help, let me know. I'd be happy to help you download the app. So Thrive Nights, all right, this is something Thrive Nights, you guys. All right, so Thrive Night is happening Saturday, September 6th. Um, is this supposed to be October 6th? No, September 25th. September 25th. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so September 25th. All right, September 25th, Thrive Nights at 6 p.m. Okay, y'all. 
Okay, so this night will feature interactive games, prizes, dance, spoken word. Okay, spoken word and more. And it is free for the free 99. Okay, and so Grow Track. If you all are a member here, we do have a program called Growth Track. And so Growth Track just helps you learn more about the Thrive Zone, grow more at the Thrive Zone in your relationship with everybody here, and especially with your walk with Christ. Growth Track is going to start Monday, September 20th. Um, so please check your email for access instructions if you have any questions about Growth Track. Activate ATL, the next activate ATL. Did y'all like that? Did y'all like that? Okay, so activate ATL, which we uh, just recently went to. The next one is going to be October 25th. So make sure y'all put that on your calendars, October 25th for activate ATL. We will be going back as a group. So please, yes. Woo! That was good. That was good. That was good. The one, if you know, you know. So make sure y'all put this on your calendar. Okay. <laughs> and so you can um, RSVP with our lead pastor, Denise. Make sure y'all RSVP with her if you would like to attend. And remember, you can always post your prayer request on the prayer wall. We talked about having prayer on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. If you all have any prayer requests, anything like that, you can go to our app that goes back to the app. You can download our app and make sure you put your prayer request on the prayer wall. If you're not with the app, you can email your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life. Prayer at thrivezone.life if you have a prayer request. And you can get your Thrive Zone gear today. This is one of the Thrive Zone t-shirts that I have on, but it's not the new one. Hello, hello. I'm sorry, I just called people out. I'm just so terrible. But I'm doing the announcements right now, okay? And so I'm talking about the Thrive Zone t-shirts, you all. So you can get your Thrive Zone t-shirts. They are now available, the official Thrive Zone t-shirts. You can place your order on our website, www.thrivezone.life, or the app that I talked about And all these announcements, again, like I said, are posted through our social media pages throughout the week. Y'all go through the social media pages, interact with the social media pages, get these announcements, get this blessing. We post scriptures all throughout the week. So connect with us on social media at The Thrive Zone. I'm not going to hold y'all up any longer. Thank y'all for joining us. I'm giving that to lead Pastor Cynthia. (laughs) Okay, to to Evangelist, Evangelist Glenicia. Amen. Okay. If you guys were blessed by um, the word today, if it touched your heart and you now believe, like you fully believe that God died for you, like Jesus died on the cross for you, I just want you to say this prayer with me. I want you to say, Lord, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you died so that I can live again. We ask you, O oh Father God, that you forgive us of all our sins that we've committed. We repent today. We ask you to restore us. Change our mindset, Lord. Help us, O oh Father God, to walk in your light. Give us a strategy and direction to do your will. Guide us, Lord, as we take this journey with you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Praise God for each and every one of you. We thank God for the service. We thank God, which was phenomenal. Amen. We thank God for strengthening um, our pastor, Pastor Denise, Lord God, pouring back into her and more. Everything that she had poured out to us, Father, we just thank God for that. We thank God for each and every one of you that came and um, came and fellowship with us. We thank you that you'll come back again. But at this time, we're going to actually rise and stand. Amen. And we're going to dismiss. Amen. We just thank God. Amen. Thank God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. That word touched. Amen. I don't know. Amen. Brought forth some things in our lives, Lord God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time. We thank you for the words that were spoken, Lord God. And we thank you that we were not just hearers of the word, but we are doers also, Lord God. We thank you that we will walk in obedience unto you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, as we leave this place, but not from your presence. We thank you that everything that you have imparted inside of us, every word, every song, Song praise, Lord God, that has come forth, Lord God, and we received it, Lord God. We thank you that it would carry us through this day and through the week. We give you glory, Lord God. We give you honor, and we give you praise for all that you've done and all that you continue to do in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.